Honey, could you go buy a poinsettia table centerpiece for the Christmas dinner? We're going to have a special guest joining us, and I want to make sure we make a good impression on him. A special guest? Who is it? Remember when I reached out to an old friend of mine and asked him if he'd like to invest in my startup? Well, he's accepted my offer. He'll be flying in from Belgium tomorrow to go over the details in person. Oh, right. I remember you mentioning him a while back. Well, I'm glad to hear that it all worked out, but do we have to invite him to our Christmas dinner? We've agreed to only invite close friends and family, and I don't even know his name. It's Victor Adams. We were inseparable in high school. I'm sure you'll get along, too. If he goes through with this investment, I'm going to ask him to be my best man. Ah, I see. You know, that name sounds oddly familiar. Well, it's not all that uncommon. I know, it just reminded me of my middle school boyfriend. He had a similar name. We dated for a whole week, so you know it was pretty serious. <laughs> well, it can't be him. He went to my high school, remember? And we used to live in different states. I know, I know, it's a funny coincidence, that's all. He can come to dinner. I wouldn't want to sabotage your new business venture. I'll buy a few fancy decorations and add some food and drink options. Does he have any dietary restrictions? Not that I'm aware of. All right. I never thought I'd get to see you again, Carmen. How have you been? God, how long has it been? 15, 16 years? I've been doing just fine. I've lived a pretty ordinary life. I'm a licensed real estate agent, and as you know, I'm engaged to Henry. That's about it. Sorry, was that too unenthusiastic? I'm content with my life, I promise. But enough about my life. Tell me, how long have you been living in Belgium? What have you been up to all these years? I'm glad to see that you're doing well. I've only just recently moved to Antwerp. I've been busy traveling the world. Let me guess, you've come into a fortune and you've been living the sweet life ever since. As wonderful as that sounds, that's not the case. I initially moved to Europe for college. Ever since my graduation, I've been a digital nomad moving from one country to another. That sounds very exciting. It is. It's been a wild adventure. Although, now that I'm back, I do feel strangely nostalgic. Perhaps I should stay here a bit longer. Henry mentioned you'd be staying here for a month or two until the business is up and running. I hope you'll be able to attend our wedding in January. That reminds me, has Henry spoken to you about the wedding? He said he wanted to discuss something with you. That's right. And yes, he has. He asked me to be his best man. What did you say? I said yes! I've never even been a groomsman, let alone the best man. I figured it'd be a fun experience. I'm sure it will be. Our wedding theme is Winter Wonderland. It's going to be something special. Well, I'll be looking forward to it. Oh, but before that, we'll have our Christmas dinner. I hope you'll tell me a bit more about your travels then. I'm so curious to hear your stories, but I know you're probably exhausted after the long flight. Yes, let's make sure to catch up at dinner. It's such a pity I didn't know you were the woman Henry was engaged to. Had I known, I'd have gotten you something a bit more personalized. You got me a gift? What is it? Or wait, maybe I shouldn't spoil the surprise. Yes, I wanted to get gifts for both Henry and his fiance. I asked him what his fiance might like and he told me she was a huge fan of winter and buildings, so I should probably get something related to those two things. Winter and buildings. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs> it must have been a difficult gift to shop for. I do wish I'd put a bit more effort into it, but I don't think you'll hate it. I'm far too impatient. What is it? I'd like to know. Are you sure? Yes, I'm certain. It's a snow globe with a few buildings inside. It may not sound all that exciting, but I promise it's very masterfully crafted. Oh no, that sounds lovely. I can't wait to see it. I promise I'll act surprised when I unwrap it. Thanks. Henry, you're acting childish. Are you planning on staying at your office forever? It's Christmas morning. Please come back home. I'll come back once you've apologized. 
Apologized for what? You stormed out of dinner to take care of a workplace emergency. It was so humiliating, everyone at the table could tell you'd made that excuse up on the spot. How am I supposed to guess what upset you? I thought everything was going great. Can you really not tell? Do you really not know what you did wrong? No, I have no idea. I'll give you a hint. It was something you said after we'd finished eating. Oh my god, is it about the movie thing? You're angry because people didn't want to watch the movie you suggested? That's not the main reason, but yes, that was also part of the bigger problem. And it's not that the others didn't want to watch it, it was you undermining me by completely dismissing my suggestion. And backing up Victor's uninspired pick. Are we seriously doing this again? Okay, I'm so sorry, I don't consider Die Hard a Christmas classic, I apologize. If you'd agreed to watch it with me, you'd have seen that it is indeed a Christmas movie. I watched it last summer, the season it originally came out. It's an action movie. It's a Christmas action movie. It's been confirmed. The entirety of it takes place at a Christmas party. It has Christmas songs in it. It has snow. What more does a Christmas classic need? Oh, I don't know. The proper atmosphere, storyline, and message? You're just mad that everyone at dinner thought the same. Nobody was trying to undermine you. We just wanted to watch a classic festive movie. So you're saying I overreacted? A little bit, yes. So what if everyone liked Victor's suggestion better? It's not like he deliberately set out to oppose you. We were all throwing out ideas. Right, but his suggestion was, it's a wonderful life. Yes, and? I don't see where you're going with this. Die Hard is a retelling of It's a Wonderful Life. John McClane is basically George Bailey. He knew that, and he still had the nerve to suggest it. Oh my god, what are you on about? Would you like me to send you the link to the article? No, I don't want you to send me a link to some random article. It's Christmas. I want my fiancé to be here, celebrating with me. Why are you making such a big deal out of this? You can always watch it later on your own. I know I can watch it alone. The whole point of watching a movie on Christmas Eve is spending time with friends and family. You've ruined that for me. Why are you blaming me? Not a single person wanted to watch an action movie. Not one. Well, then maybe I need to find a better friend group and a fiancé who will take my side over her ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend? Now you're just being ridiculous. What, am I wrong? You said to yourself, he's your ex. I said we dated in middle school for a week. We were just friends. We were kids. We hardly even knew what dating meant. We just held hands and passed corny notes to one another. That's not what it was like at my middle school. Okay, I'm sorry, but the most romantic thing I ever did was nicknaming him a cute triangle. Well, your relationship still must have meant a whole lot to you. I never got a fun triangle nickname. Our relationship? You can't be serious. Besides, I'm not so sure you want me to nickname you by angle. A cute's already taken, and you certainly aren't acting right. I see how it is. I'll be staying at my brother's place for some time. You can have fun with your old sweetheart. No need to sneak glances covertly. You can date openly. Henry, you're being unreasonable. I don't know why you're acting this way. You've never lashed out like this before. That's because you've never had male friends before. He's not just a friend either. He's an ex-boyfriend. I could see you smiling at him all evening. It was maddening. Are you saying I'm only allowed to have female friends? Besides, he's our friend. Did you forget that already? You're the one who invited him. You even asked him to be your best man. I did all that because he agreed to invest in my business. My friend in high school was some scrawny, nerdy kid, not a handsome big shot who keeps traveling the world and flirting with my fiancé. What flirting? He was just telling me stories about his travels. 
Are you mad that I was smiling? Am I no longer allowed to be nice to people? Sure, keep being nice to him. Just do it far away from my house. Your house? It's our house. Henry? <laughs> Please answer your phone. I'm not done talking to you. Henry! Good morning, Cameron. Is everything all right? I don't mean to be nosy. I'm just a little worried. After Henry slammed the door and left, I received a few strange texts from him. Thank you for your concern, Victor. I think everything's fine for now. What did he text you? He kept saying that I'd betrayed him. I'm not sure why. Did I do something wrong last night? I didn't drink, so I don't see how I could have forgotten anything. Oh, no, you did nothing wrong. He was just upset about some private matter. So it has nothing to do with me? We're meeting up later to discuss how we'll be allocating the invested funds. Well, this is embarrassing, but the truth is he was a bit upset over the fact that we'd dated in middle school. I'm sure you don't even remember. How could I ever forget my first girlfriend? <laughs> but I didn't bring it up since I figured it might be awkward for you. But why would he be upset over it? We were only around 12 years old and it lasted for a couple of days. We were basically just friends. I'm not sure, perhaps he wanted me to warn him in advance, but I never would have imagined it would be you. I thought your family had moved out of the country. We had, but then we had some financial issues and had to move in with my grandparents during the last year of high school. That's when I met Henry. It was pretty tough living in that house. That's why I fled to Europe as soon as I graduated. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to stir up unpleasant memories. And I'm sorry about Henry's behavior. I don't know what came over him. That's okay. Thank you for telling me. I'll be prepared for whatever he might say or do. Of course. Oh, and thank you for your gift. I opened it this morning and I absolutely loved it. I'm happy to hear that. I also loved the candle you gifted me. I'm sorry I couldn't find anything better on such short notice. It's supposed to have captured the fragrance of our state. I'm not sure if there's any merit to those claims, but if there is, you can light it whenever you feel homesick. Thank you, that's very thoughtful of you. My pleasure. Hey, Carmen, I just want to say that I'm sorry. I talked to my brother and he agreed I'd blown things out of proportion. I shouldn't have blocked your number either, that was very immature of me. I hope you haven't changed your mind about the wedding. I'm glad that you're apologizing. I've also thought about it, and I guess I could have been a bit more supportive. Still, that doesn't justify your irrational words and actions. I don't know if I can go through with the wedding. Please, tell me you don't mean that. We've been together for four years. We've both put tremendous time and effort into this relationship. We can't put it all to waste over one disagreement. But sometimes one disagreement is all that it takes. I can't be with someone who's prone to jealous outbursts. It was a temper tantrum this time, but who knows what it'll turn into in the future. It was an honest mistake. We can't end our relationship over a minor fight. We have to work things out. So you're saying you have no problem with me having male friends? You have no problem with me being friends with my exes? What if I wanted to take a solo vacation and asked you not to come? Would you trust me enough to let me do my own thing? I don't know why you're asking those questions. You've never had male friends and you never should. They'll only try to get with you. Why would you want to be friends with your exes? It might reignite old feelings. And why would you ever want to travel alone when you can travel with your husband? I don't get it. Are you sure this is how you truly feel? I am and I hope you can respect that. I do respect your right to feel that way, but the thought of getting married to or even being in a relationship with someone who earnestly feels that way is suffocating to me. I wish you'd brought that up sooner. I, I wish I'd asked sooner. I just assumed we felt the same way about these things since I never had issues with you hanging out with your female friends or taking solo trips. 
I've never been jealous or controlling. Was it too much to ask for the same thing in return? I've always loved how unproblematic you were, Carmen, but assuming I felt the same way wasn't very far-sighted of you. Now that we've gotten to know one another better, you should be open to compromise, right? I'm sorry, but this is non-negotiable. Then you must have never loved me. You can't get rid of people you love in a day. You can if you can't manage to find common ground. What was I supposed to do? What do you want me to do? Should I walk on eggshells around you in fear that any random insignificant opinion I state will destroy our relationship? I feel like that's the only way I can keep up with your outrageous demands by becoming your yes man. You've never tried to reach a compromise. If that were true, we would have broken up ages ago. The reason we lasted for four years, the reason I agreed to marry you was that we were able to work through those insignificant issues. But this, this is a deal breaker for me. It's just one bad thing among a million other good ones. Don't you think that makes our relationship worth fighting for? Not if that one thing is something I can never compromise on. Tell me, Henry, if you were to push someone off a cliff in front of me, would you expect me to continue loving you? What does that have to do with anything? Sorry, was that too extreme? How about this? What if you'd been physically abusive toward me? What if you screamed at my face and shattered something in a blind rage? Would I be justified to leave then? Now you're saying storming out and fighting with you over text makes me abusive? Those scenarios aren't at all similar. You may not see the connection here, but to me, all those things raise huge red flags. I know they differ by severity, that's why I asked you to reconsider, but I can see now that you're just as unwilling to change as I am. I don't want to go to couples counseling, I don't want to completely disregard or deform my core values for you. Let's just break up. I should have known you didn't care about my feelings when you refused to watch action movies with me. I've watched several action movies with you despite hating the genre. I was irritated when you kept asking me to give them another shot every time you found your next favorite movie despite knowing I could barely sit through an hour of them. But I put up with it and genuinely tried to enjoy them because I knew it would make you happy. This is more than just asking someone to watch a movie with you once in a while. You know what, if you weren't ready for marriage, you shouldn't have accepted my proposal. I could have found someone less promiscuous by now. You've wasted four years of my life. Oh, wow, okay. This is just way over the line. I'm going to start packing my things. We can sell the house and split the money in half as we did when we bought it. What if I don't want to sell it? It's perfect for the kind of family I've always dreamed of. Well, then you'll have to pay me for my half. This is ridiculous. Where am I supposed to get the money? I don't know. That's not my problem. Okay, I'll think of something. Just give me some time. I'm sure once my business takes off, I'll have no problem paying it off. If you want the money, you'll know not to run to your ex crying about this breakup. If he backs out now, I'll be in debt. I wasn't planning on telling our friend to stop doing business with you. He must have seen potential in your venture to want to invest in it in the first place. There's no need to let personal feelings mess up your professional relationship. Just make sure to act normal around him. Of course I'll act normal. I've put everything on the line for this. Oh, and don't spread rumors about the reason we broke up either. Would you prefer me to tell the truth? Just say we noticed we'd grown apart and mutually decided to end the relationship. That's always a good excuse. I could never let anyone know you broke up with me because of Victor of all people. I was the one who was stealing his girlfriends in high school. Is this what they call karma? Karma? I Victor has nothing to do with this. I'm breaking up with you because of your irrational jealousy and insecurities. Whatever you want to believe. I'll call you when I'm done moving out. Sure, do that. 
By New Year's Eve, I had fully moved out of the house. In an unexpected turn of events, Henry ended up paying me for my half of the house and kept the property for himself. Soon after, he was arrested for fraud. Turns out he'd borrowed the money from company funds. I guess for some reason he assumed Victor wouldn't have had a problem with it since they were best friends in high school. Victor's planning on returning to Belgium after he gets all of his money back. We met up a couple of times to reminisce about the old times. We promised to keep in touch this time and try to preserve our friendship. I've also asked him for some travel tips. My friends and I are planning on visiting Austria. 